Show tiempo. What's going on, Jordan Carruth? Alex Padilla, what is happening? Welcome to postseason show tiempo. Postseason show tiempo. We got so much planned today, right? Like a lot of stuff planned today because there's so much to talk about, including something we call the showies. <laughs> Are we leading with this? Do we lead with the showies? Let's- Do we lead? Do we lead with uh, what we wanted to talk about last week on show Tiempo, and then all of a sudden Magic Johnson decided to quit I right think, before the final game of the season? I think like we had this amazing <laughs> podcast that we had to get rid of our award show. Yeah. You know how sad that is? It was so sad. I put so much effort into it. You printed out a whole list of awards that we're going to give away, and we just had to scrap it, throw it away, because Magic Johnson decided, I want to tweet more, damn it. So we had to scrap the whole show. And uh, I think we shouldn't lead with it. We should get to it 100%. I do think there are maybe more important things happening, even though really nothing is happening yet. If that More makes important sense. than the showies. This is the first ever showy awards on Show Tiempo. Um, if this was the 75th showy awards, we might lead with it. Okay. We're pacing ourselves. I like the approach, Alex. I think it's a good approach, and I'll ride with it. I think the biggest news coming out of Lakerland at on a Tuesday night so far, whenever you're listening to this, is that it looks like general manager Rob Palinka is going to get himself a promotion, Jordan. Put some, put some respect on that name, Alex Padilla. The, is it going to be president of basketball operations, Rob Palinka? Is that the road we're heading down? Because the Lakers, Jeannie Buss, not say, I'm not even going to say the Lakers, Jeannie Buss has not even searched for a replacement for Magic Johnson. She is allowing Rob Palinka to conduct head coaching interviews because if you've been living under a rock, Luke Walton left, quote, mutually agreed to part ways. The next day was hired by the Sacramento Kings as their next head coach. So we've said it all Did along. Did you see his press conference, by the way? It just looks so – those colors, it, they just look so weird on him after watching him with the Lakers. I Even the Warriors couldn't bring myself. Yellow. I couldn't bring myself to – Watch Luke Walton. I bet you it looked like he had the weight of his shoulder, the weight of the world off his shoulders. I bet you he looked so relaxed and relieved that he finally left this disaster that has been the Lakers for the last couple of years. I think he's going to do well up there. I had someone say today that the Sacramento Kings have a better chance of winning an NBA Finals than the Lakers do than winning with LeBron James. Do you believe that? I mean, it's looking that way right now. I would still ride with LeBron. I mean, okay, yeah. I guess. I mean, I don't, I don't ha- know what's going to happen with the Kings, but we're not here to talk about the we're Kings. We're not here to talk about the Kings. I'm ta- I'm catching everybody up on what's happening, that the Lakers are are without a coach at the very moment. There is no president of basketball operations or someone to oversee the basketball organization, just Jeannie Buss, and it looks like she's going to let Rob Palinka take care of it for now, whether that's a permanent move or not. Reports, if you read silverscreenandroll.com, which everybody should, Rob Palinka will be doing one-on-one interviews with Monty Williams and Ty Lue this week for the position of head coach. What do you think about that, Jordan Carruth? Um, I guess Palinka's sticking around, right? He's in charge. He's not going anywhere. I felt like there was a lot of question marks after Magic did what he did around Palenka, a lot of question marks around Luke Walton still, even with Magic leaving, that didn't automatically mean that Luke was going to keep his job. Um, is this is this a question that, 
that has been answered for us. Is Palenka sticking around? Like if he's making these choices and statements are coming out on the behalf uh, from Rob Palenka on behalf of the LA Lakers as a franchise, I mean, that tells me that he's sticking around. He's not going to get fired. He's not one of these guys that has a question mark around him anymore. I still think there's a lot of question marks. I still think guys could get traded and Palenka obviously will now play a role in that. Which guys get traded? Who do they bring in? Um, whatever, however we answer these questions, I guess the big takeaway in the last week for me is that Palinka is going to be involved with all of it because I don't think he's going anywhere. I think he's, he's there to stay. I was under the assumption that Johnson and Palinka were like a, a, a package deal, that that's the way they came. But it really does seem like Magic Johnson really wasn't working well with Rob Palinka. He didn't give him this big ringing endorsement in his press conference when he quit. He didn't even say if he should be the general manager. He's like, that's up to Jeannie. So maybe Jeannie really believes in Rob Palinka and Magic saw that and didn't like it, so he left. Like, there's so much still left to be answered. There isn't, we don't have a lot of answers. We have a lot of questions. So it's difficult to come on here and do a podcast and be definitive about anything. But when you look at it, that's kind of what it seems like. Jeannie really loved working with Rob and Magic. Magic didn't like working with Rob. He wanted to fire Luke and Rob, and he didn't want to hurt Jeannie by putting her in that position, so he bounced. And now we're kind of just stuck with Rob. Like, Luke is gone, Magic's gone, and here we got a guy who has never been a general manager up until three years ago, two summers ago. He's never been in a front office position ever. He's been a player agent. He was a member of the Fab Six, if you want to include him as the Six. So it's a... it's it's a lot of questions and not a lot of answers. And Jordan, you might have answers. I don't have the answers. You don't have the answers? Well, I think the big question for Laker fans right now is, are we in a better spot? Is the franchise in a better situation today than we were a week ago to land a big-time free agent this summer? Because that's what this is all about. So everything kind of goes goes back to that as a Laker fan. I feel like that's our son. And we just, like, revolve, like we just... We just move around that. Like, how does this impact us getting a huge free agent this summer? Does this help? Does it hurt? The fact that Magic is no longer around, does that does that help him maybe? Does it feel like maybe it's a little bit less of a circus all of a sudden? Or has this decision to subtract Magic Johnson from the equation, a decision made by Magic himself, does this, does this mean that it's less likely that we're going to get a free agent? Like, is Palinka going to be the guy, or does this add to just what LeBron James is expected to do, and that's close the deal and get another big-time free agent? And I guess maybe Palinka will have to do it himself. Like, if it comes down to Palinka instead of Magic having to recruit someone like a Kawhi, then I guess it's up to Palinka to try to find a way to trade for Anthony Davis. Yeah. I mean, not only find a way to trade for Anthony Davis, but how about the plan that we kept talking about, was that just a magic exclusive plan about bringing in another superstar free agent? You know, like, I don't know the answer to that either. Um, it's, it's doesn't look very promising if you're a Lakers fan. And I know I'm very negative all the time on this podcast, but it's just the truth. It doesn't look very positive from the outside looking in. If you're a potential free agent, if you're Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, you know, Kawhi Leonard, whoever it is, even Kemba Walker, whoever it is that you want to point out, um, when you're looking at the allure of an organization, I think that whole Lakers aura is really gone. The Showtime thing, the Kobe thing, the Kobe and Shaq, that's gone. That's out the door. I mean, if 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 LeBron has that, 
I don't see it. Maybe he does. Maybe he really is adored by other players. I don't get that feeling that he is. I feel like he's very into his own world. But if you're in the outside looking in, Jordan, I mean, Kevin Durant joined the Warriors because they were in a perfect situation to win now. Um, You know, Kevin Durant didn't go to a storied franchise like the Lakers or the Celtics. He went to a place that could win now that was set up great. A great front office guy and Bob Myers, a great uh, head coach and Steve Kerr, a great roster, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. The Lakers don't offer that right now. I mean, we you can be a believer in Kuzma, Lonzo, and Brandon and LeBron, but that's not as attractive because of even the front office is a mess now. Do you who's going to be your coach? Who's going to be running the ship? Um, there's so many unanswered questions that leads me to believe that the Lakers are going to struggle to, yeah, get Anthony Davis if that's your primary goal, or B. Get a free agent. I mean, you control both those things. You, you're you the one that goes out there and meets with these players. So it, I just don't see a very successful 2019 summer for the Lakers. Well, would you define a would you define it as a success if they do find a way to get Anthony Davis? Yes. Because it seems like that's the most likely of all the scenarios. Yes. Right. I Anthony told you Davis in the uh, trade. That's that's something you can you can't control completely because you need the other side to actually work with you like we learned over the deadline. But the free agency game, it just, it seems like it's going to be tough mm-hmm. for the Lakers. And maybe we're wrong. Maybe, I mean, I hear other people talk about it and they say it's like 60% Kawhi. But I mean, I, is that just wishful thinking that Kawhi would go to the Lakers 60% and they think Kawhi would go like, like that, that sounds like wishful thinking to me. All the, all the insiders yeah. have been very consistent on this. So I, I just don't have a lot of optimism when it comes to the big time free agents. And I almost feel like as a Laker fan, whether I'm right or wrong in this, I feel like I'm in a situation now where anything below a trade for Anthony Davis or signing Kawhi Leonard, it's almost going to feel like a massive disappointment this summer because then you just feel like you're wasting LeBron. Right. So I, mean, I know I it have... keeps getting back to this conversation, but there's a reason it keeps coming back to this. And like everything that the Lakers do, like Magic Johnson making the decision that he made to surprise everyone and the decision to keep Palinka the decision to get rid of Luke Walton. These are all going to play major roles in what's going to happen this summer. No, 100%. Dude, you're totally right. And um, you are right about the Anthony Davis um, thing. You have control over that. And a couple months ago, whatever it was, when we were talking about that, I thought they were offering too much. But now, after what's happened during the season, I don't see that trade being is too much anymore, A, because, I mean, we saw what, we kind of saw what they did. They all got hurt, and and they weren't able to make any sort of run, obviously. I have no problem if the Lakers want to go out and go and get Anthony Davis. That's not, I'm kind of over it now. Like, if they do trade the three guys for Anthony Davis, if if New Orleans would even take that. Um, but I'm I'm cool with that now because I think the Lakers need a fresh start. I think the Lake I think those guys might even need a fresh start, and we might be stuck with another D'Angelo Russell thing where we, he's going to excel elsewhere. Um, but I just think a lot of these guys need a new fresh start, and that's why I think you should have cleaned house. You're not going to get rid of LeBron James. We've read a lot of reports. Another one on SilverScreenAndRoll.com that the Lakers' young core just lost faith in LeBron James because he wanted him out. So this is your chance to kind of clean house. You. You got rid of Magic. You got rid of Luke. I think you should get rid of Rob, too. I think you should start over and look for someone and look for a direction that this young core can come in and do something or come in and trade those guys and start all over again with LeBron and Anthony Davis because tell you what, Jordan, there's a lot worse places to start than with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. 
Exactly, which is why I feel like Palinka, even though it looks like he's going to stay, I don't feel like he has a long leash either. I don't think he's someone who's like, all right, well, now Magic's out of the way. I'm going to get pretty comfortable here for the next five to ten years. I don't mm-hmm. think that's the situation Palinka's in. I still think his seat's quite hot, if you want to go down the hot seat analogy, because you still have LeBron. You can't waste the opportunity that you have with LeBron because this is the decision that's been made. You're going to your success, you're going to ride with LeBron. This is it for the Lakers for the next couple of years. So you better find a way to win with LeBron. So far, they haven't been able to find that way. So Palinka to me is, all right, you're sticking around, unlike Magic, unlike Luke Walton, but that doesn't mean you're just here for good either. That doesn't mean get comfortable. Everything you do should be treated as if it's just perfect because it hasn't been. And this team that he helped construct for this season uh, did not work out the way they were expecting internally. They did not work out the way they were telling the media. It's not the way the players thought it would turn. It would turn out. So, I, I still think even though he's around, I wouldn't necessarily be comfortable if I were Palenka. No, and nor should he. I think this is this might be his opportunity opportunity to show Laker fans, Genie Bus, uh, everybody in the media. I think this is his chance to show that he is equipped for the job. If you go out there. And you actually interview a lot of people, not just one person like we thought they were going to do and just interview Ty Lue and, the, and then hire him. If you go out there and do your due diligence, there could be somebody else that we haven't heard from that, the, that he can hire. If you go out there, show us that he is capable of doing this job. Hire the right head coach. Get, have a successful summer. Jordan, if they don't, get a land, if they don't land a big-name superstar – Go out there and build an actual roster that wants to go out and prove to people that they want to win. We see it everywhere. Look at the Clippers right now. On Monday night, they went out, and it's a team of nobodies, a bunch of teams that nobody wanted. Nobody wanted Patrick Beverly and Lou Williams. They bounced around their entire career. You got so many guys on that team that have so much to prove, and they're out there in the playoffs as an eight seed, beating coming back from the Warriors uh, with a 31-point deficit. It's possible to build a team without NBA big name superstars and still be successful. Will you win championships that way? I am not sure. But what Rob and Magic did last summer, clearly by putting just a bunch of names together, is not going to work. And there's a possibility of going out there and building a good, good roster without landing a big, big name. Um, Who those players are, I don't know, but it's possible. I know that because I see it. I don't know how long his leash is, but his leash, maybe, what if his leash is only as long as the end of the summer? Like, what if he does not come through and land a significant trade or a significant free agent? If he strikes out, the Lakers strike out this summer. Is that enough at that point, knowing that, like, oh boy, what do we, what should we expect this season now? Even if everybody's healthy, really, what is the ceiling with this team? I mean, I wonder if his leash might only last to what he's able to deliver this summer. Maybe it's everything goes in on this. That would be then, the if you do thing. just keep him that and, and if he's part of the decision process of hiring who the next guy is going to be as the head coach, like are you going to get rid of him after he just made the decision of who the head coach is going to be? Because then, then why even give him that? Right. So yeah, if there's just there's just it's such a it's such a complex situation the Lakers have put themselves in and it's just it's it's frustrating as a fan, and it's going to be fascinating to see how they actually decide to try to untangle this web because that is exactly what they are in. They are twisted up in a web. If you're only giving Rob that short of a leash, it's a mistake to even let him do the interviews with the head coaches. Like, If that's the leash that you're giving him, you have to let him go now. 
bring in somebody that you're going to bring in for the long haul. This is all on Jeannie Buss. This is the biggest decision she has ever had to make as you know the owner of the Lakers. This is on her. This is 100% her call, and she needs to either go all in with Rob or if – I mean, you can't do that with the general manager. All right. So you think he should get com- like he should be the long term solution then? I don't think I think Rob should go. I like I said it already. Okay, I think there should be a new. Go. I think there should be a whole fresh start. Yeah. But if you're keeping Rob, you cannot put him on that short of a leash. You give him full control and you go all in. You dive headfirst and you live with the decisions that you make. And or do you bring in someone else? Who can kind of take that responsibility away from him a little bit? Well, yeah, I mean, if you if you trust Rob to be your general manager, but you want someone to overlook everything, you know, like a Jerry West per se, um, then yeah, I mean, I think that would be something completely different. But what if Jerry West is like, yeah, he's a terrible general manager, he's got to go. So I mean, that's kind of that's kind of my point is that. If you're bringing in somebody above Rob, it's you do whatever time- Jerry West says. All right, we'll exactly. get that out here officially on Show Tiempo. Jerry West, anything he says, you go with. I don't. I I think it's a panic move that Jeannie's doing by letting Rob interview the head coaches, unless we just don't know that she's already made him full time and she's and she, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's it's a total mistake if you're still think thinking of if you're still thinking of bringing in someone over Rob this summer. Like you want to keep Rob, he shouldn't be the one interviewing head coaches. Right. You should wait. But in the NBA and the world of now, 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 now. I mean, it, it's a panic move. Um, that's the way it looks. It looks like a mistake, in my opinion. But man, this this podcast is a question, a bunch of unanswered questions that we all have questions. That's yeah. the theme of today. We've got questions. And how long is Rob's leash? <laughs> well, do you have a of the, to be in the uh, postseason right about now? So, do you have? I uh, thought we would be talking about a playoff series when we <laughs> signed up for Show Tiempo. Yeah, absolutely. I think everybody that has a show on Lakers SB Nation thought we were going to be talking playoffs right now. I thought, you know, it could have been us coming back thirty-one points against the Warriors last night. That could have been us, Jordan. Should have been us. Could have been us, Alex. Do you but have a? Um, do you have a of the names that you've seen so far? I mean, it's Monty Williams. It's Ty Lue. One of them expected. One of them kind of came out of nowhere. Does that do anything for you? Does that make you a little excited? Um, Monty Williams, you know, somewhere outside of the LeBron circle? Does it make me excited? No. Might it be the right choice? It could be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe he's the right choice. But it's not. If you're just looking to sell a Laker fan base on, hey, look who we got. How about this name? How about this personality? How about this experience? How about this resume we brought in? I, it's it's not the uh, sexiest list that I've ever seen compiled <laughs> when it comes to the NBA. How and you that? know what's crazy is that Luke Walton could have been the right guy just with the wrong roster and the rash of injuries. I mean, as as much as I hate making it an excuse, they got sav- they got just demolished by injuries this year. I mean, it's 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 clear as day that you know when they were healthy, they were doing well. Whether you want to blame that, whether you want to put that on the easy schedule to start the year or not, they were playing well um, and. You know, injuries are injuries. They fired their head trainer, so that's a start, I guess. Like, they weren't happy there. Yeah, they made made some changes there. Lots of changes with this franchise. Alex, I would love to get to the showies. I feel like it's time. I have been... Uh... I wish we had some, like, intro music to play for the showies. Like, is this kind of a, um, you know, a Oscars-type award show? Is this a Golden Globes where we're going to drink? 
Um, what kind of award show? Okay, good question. Um, I think like business casual. Do you think the dress should be business cash at this award show? Um, sure. So this isn't or like you the, go like uh, tux? this isn't like the old school Spike Man Awards. This is more of a of a oh Golden Globes is like super dressy too, even though they get drinks and get messed up. Um, I mean, I'm down for super cash. We're drinking, we're eating, we're just having a good time during these awards. Super cash? I said business cash. To me, that's super cash in the award landscape. So we're all, like jeans are allowed, but with like a blazer. We're all right sure. with that. Yeah, I don't that's care. passable. Yeah, sure. Red solo cups or glass? Oh, Jordan, we have some class. We got to go glass. All right, I'm asking the question. I just want to. I mean, these are big time awards we're about to give out, so I just want to build so it up this, as much as possible. This award show is there is an in actual a, red carpet. Is this award show in a ballroom or in a Chili's? It's in a Chili's because it's after the <laughs> Dundies. So then you have to wear jeans. Yeah, good point. Yeah, all right, it's out well, of Chili's. So well, we're taking all the awards. We wanted to do this last week, but then Magic Johnson quit. I had such a great list of winners, I thought, for my award. That I forgot them all already because so much has happened. So you're gonna, you have the list in front of you. I have the you list. be Michael Scott. You host this thing, and I will react to your winners, and we'll go from there. Everyone, I would like to welcome you to the first ever showies, the first ever showy awards in honor of the Dundies. We will give out the actual awards that they gave out on the office in the Dundies several times over. We're going to use. These same awards that were given out on The Office. Awesome. So it starts with an award that our dear friend Phyllis won way back in the day. It is the Busiest Beaver Award. <laughs> we're trying to figure out who has the busiest beaver on the Los Angeles Lakers. If you remember, if you are an Office fan, this award was misspelled as the bushiest beaver on the actual Dundee itself. But our showy is for the Busiest Beaver Award. And Alex... I would like to give it to drum roll, please. Can you do a drum roll? LeBron James. The LeBron's been beaver. very, very, very busy with the Lakers. Maybe not going to the playoffs, but looking for a head coach. Space Jam 2. Recruiting tape. a free agent this summer. A mixtape. He is very busy. The shot. He is the busiest beaver on the L.A. Lakers. He is LeBron James. LeBron James. I like it. I remember I gave this award when I wrote it down to JaVale McGee because yes. he played in a season full of injuries. He played the second most games for the Lakers. I believe he played in 74 of the 82 games. So I gave it to JaVale McGee. And if you were wondering who played the most games, it's a guy I hate and I will not award the award to KCP. KCP. Well, God bless you, JaVale McGee, because you did something most people didn't even want to do, and that's experience that full season. Let's do it. All right. Next. The next award is an award that Ryan won several times over, year after year. It was the hottest in the office award. Oh, boy. Who is the hottest in the office when it comes to the Lakers? You want me to say? I will go. I will tell you. That I went with Tyson Chandler. Tyson Chandler. Because I think Tyson Chandler has a strong suit game. His suit game is fire. You think so. he's an attractive individual or he dresses like an attractive person? I, I like think him. he dresses like he's the hottest in the office. 
I remember that I gave this award to Alex Caruso, Caruso. because he freaking slayed it when he was playing, and he was a, he was actually fun to watch, which was not a theme that we had this year in Show Tiempo. So I gave it to Alex Caruso, who is, by the way, a good-looking gentleman, even though he has no hair on his head. Um, the Fine Work Award was an award given to Stanley. Fine work. Well done. <laughs> we, we agreed on this one. We did agree on this one. Kyle Kuzma won the first ever Showy's Fine Work Award. Yep. Kuzma this year, 19 points per game, six rebounds, three assists. Some pretty fine work out of Kuzma, he was fine. if you ask me. It was good. Way to go. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Um, we have the... Hmm, what award do we want to give out next? The Grace Under Fire Award was given to Meredith, Grace Under Fire. I awarded to Luke Walton for being <laughs> so gracious under a miserable season. If I remember correctly, I gave this award to one Lance Stevenson because no matter how terrible the Lakers were playing, every time he made a shot or a play, it was always so graceful with the air guitar and the dances. I remember I gave that to Lance Stevenson. The uh, Promising Assistant Manager Award was given to Dwight. It was also dedicated to and thrown into a trash can. It's right. the Promising Assistant Manager Award. And I have changed mine. It was originally Brian Shaw. I am now giving it to Monty Williams. Nice. I gave it to Brandon Ingram because... I felt like he was a very promising player on the team, and if you try to award him anything this year, he would just throw it in the trash because he hated everything about this year. Uh, one of the Dundies in the 14th ever Dundee Awards was the Doobie Doobie Pothead Stoner <laughs> of the Year Award. Yep. Now, if you remember, Alex, Andy won this award. Yes. Andy won the Doobie Doobie Pothead Stoner of the Year Award. Yes. I, I put not available. I remember who I put. And you like said, I can't believe you just said that. So I'm not sure if I should say it again because You're about to say it. you it's made me you made me question my thoughts. But I gave it to one Rob Palinka because it looks like he smokes a lot of weed. You give Rob Palinka the Doobie Doobie Pothead Stoner of the Year award. He has a lot of like weird quotes, and you know when you listen to his press conference, you just feels I just feel like you know he smokes weed and reads a lot and just has random thoughts. So I gave it to him. All right. I put not available. Yeah, you copied. Because I read a I read a study once that eighty five percent of the players have smoked weed. Yeah. So I can't give the award to the entire league, can I? Um, we agreed on the extreme repulsiveness award. Our Toby, KCP. Yep. Gosh. <laughs> I don't even want to pull up his numbers of what he did in the last, I believe, twelve to fourteen games of the season, but I believe he averaged like twenty five points a game. And just was just drilling shots all over the place. And it's like, dude, where was that, man? Like, really, until you had to start showing off for other teams for next year, that's when you're going to start making – it was just – I hated it. I hated him. Just tired of it. Ready to move on. I really hope they don't bring him back, but we'll see. I'm still upset about it. It's in my voice. I can't unhide it. All right, so the next award is the Kind of a Bitch Award. It was originally given to Dwight. Kind of a bitch. Mm -hmm. um, Angela actually won the award after it was originally given to Dwight. But the Kind of a Bitch Award, I've changed. I've changed to Magic Johnson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I uh, and I think I believe I got. Kinda, I think we can kind of understand why. Like, yeah. just shows up, doesn't talk to anyone, dips out, bails right before the most important couple of months of the franchise in quite some time. And uh, I mean, uh, I'm not going to say it was kind of a bitch move, but if I have to give out a kind of a bitch award, like we are <laughs> on the uh, on the show, he's I think Magic's taking it home. I love it. I remember because when we wrote it, Magic Johnson was still employed. Yeah. So I uh, was trying to think of who was the biggest bitch this year, and I was like, "Well, Dell Demps." <laughs> you, yeah, Dell Demps. Dell Demps, the former GM of the of the New Orleans Pelicans, like, dude, that was a bitch move. You airing out all our laundry publicly, and then still not giving us Anthony Davis. Kind of a bitch, dude. Yeah. And then uh, last one for you: the Great Work Award was awarded to nobody because no one with the Lakers did great work this year. Yep. I mean. I kind of want to give it to Luke now because I feel like he did very well. But I'm sure everybody that's listening to this, like not everybody, but like half the people will ha- hate me. Like, what are you talking about, you idiot? You won 36 yeah. games. But I don't know. I, I felt like he did really well. He never publicly did, said anything. He never provided headlines. He always just did his job. I mean, the Lakers won games they weren't supposed to win. They lost games they were supposed to win. But I thought Luke did a very good job this year. So I gave it to Luke. Well, Alex, congratulations. The first ever show we awards, people. And by the way, last week they were about three times as long. We had a lot yeah, of awards. but Yeah, you're welcome. We cut it down. We cut it down. And I, I think I gave an award to basically everybody on the Lakers except LeBron James because I didn't want to award him anything. He made me mad this year. He was not. Yeah, we- I, if there was a uh, false promises award, that would give it to LeBron James. Well, we skipped the worst salesman of the year. We skipped well, that was, moving on. That up. was magic for me. We skipped the redefining beauty award. Mm-hmm. The cutest redhead in the office. I gave that to Bill Walton. Mm-hmm. The diabetes award. I think I gave that to KCP too. I can give him two. The whitest sneakers award. I think I gave it to Rhonda. Yeah, we don't have to run through them all. We gave the good ones away today. Oh, nope. Last one. Okay. We save, we'll save it for last, all right? This is how we'll wrap up Show Tiempo this week With because we have a lot more great so, content. So is this week. like the, the best picture award at the Oscars? Is this the granddaddy yes. of them all? This is the Rose Bowl me, of showies. Can you give me some like classical music? Uh, if no, you give me two seconds, it. I can find something for you. No, no, it's okay. Okay, I just turned it off. Go for it. It's the Don't Go In There After Me <laughs> yeah. Award. The Don't Go In There After Me Award was awarded to Kevin after Kevin in the office used the bathroom and he made it smell really, really bad. Mm-hmm. So they gave him the Don't Go In There After Me Award. Who on the Lakers would you not want to go in there after? I totally, well, I'm not even lying to you. I totally forgot who I gave this award to last week when I wrote it down. And I had a really good explanation for why I gave it to this person. I cannot remember. Huh. Hmm. Huh. Who did I, I'm looking at the roster now. I'm like, who did I give it to? I gave it to Lance Stevenson. I don't know why. I just feel like if there's someone on the Lakers who you don't want to go in there after, it's going to be Lance Stevenson. Then possibly. Are you saying because of his bowel movements? I don't know why I'm saying it. <laughs> don't go in there after him, Lance Stevenson. How about right, Alex. don't go in there after Luke Walton because you're not going to do well probably. Magic Johnson. 
How about Magic Johnson? Do you think by uh, Do you think by next Wednesday, when Show Temple returns in an off-season podcast, that we will have a new Lakers head coach by then? No, I don't think so either. And I'm sure now that we said that, by the time this airs, it'll already they'll already hire somebody. Yeah, so let's hurry up and wrap it up. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. Jordan Caruth at Jordan Caruth on Twitter. I'm Alex Padilla at Alex Padilla eighty six. Follow SilverScreenAndRoll.com at Lakers SBN. Jordan, this was a damn pleasure doing the showies with you today. I hope we get to do them again next year. Alex, I love you. Goodbye.